It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BGN Radio right here on BleedingGreenNation.com. We uh, have rolled our way down to episode 35 and returning to the ring. Finally back. I don't know what happened to him. Might have been kidnapped for a while. It might have been held up for money. But the king of all things that are awesome. Standing right across from me, Mr. Mike K. Hanging out in Phoenix. What's happening, buddy? Nothing, man. I'm, I'm feeling like Max Bear, not just because I'm Jewish, but because I want to kill it. <laughs> and uh, oh, in my... Wow, is that too soon? I know it's been like 80 years, but like <laughs> I think we can we can move past it. Actually, trivia fact, uh, his son, Max Bear Jr., was on the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's continue with the Eagles talk. That's an interesting fact. I actually didn't know that at all. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's, uh, you know, the, the smell is starting to come in the air. Grandma did not just fart. It is actually training camp is finally around the corner here. We'll know, uh, you know, more about that as far as that gets launched and uh brandon will be down there along with the plethora of beat writers and all that good stuff because we are dying for some football around here uh but mike let's preview the the camp a little bit i mean there is uh, been a lot of different types of talks as far as everybody on this team for the last month and a half someone's had a what if article and all that stuff and i'm gonna go a lot right along with it and i'm gonna just ask what is the most important thing that you want to see out of camp here uh specifically battles and injury freeness uh towards uh, position players what's the we'll start out with that what's the worst thing that could possibly happen in camp this year jeremy macklin is not 100 percent and doesn't make it through camp i think that's huge yeah more so than if uh you know let's say i don't know nikki Foles goes down i don't i don't want to tempt fate here or you know if jason kelsey goes down do you think that that macklin is still kind of the the keystone to this season well, I mean, you know, I think Macklin makes the group okay. You know, I mean, no one's going to say, excuse me, that they're great right now. But if you lose Macklin, you basically have the same situation you had last year, only instead of Sean Jackson, who has six years of experience and is a former pro bowler, you have a rookie who is getting a ton of praise in Jordan Matthews, but he's still a rookie. So I think uh, I think that's huge for you. I, don't, I mean, I don't – 
yeah, Nick Foles going down would be much bigger, but, you know, he does have a red T-shirt on at practice, and hopefully, you know, Zach Martin on the defensive side of the ball is not in our training camp. So I don't think we're going to have to worry about that. Um, now, preseason, that's a whole other thing. If, God forbid, uh, Shady or, or Foles went down in the preseason, yeah, we'd be in trouble. But I think realistically thinking – with uh, expectations just at a norm, I think Macklin would be huge if he went down. Yeah, I could see that uh, it being pretty detrimental. I mean, there's, you know, Riley Cooper's only done about a half a season worth of, you know, being a number two guy and uh, plugging in Jordan. And then who knows at that point, Brad Smith, Josh Huff, they would all have to step up and, and do something. Uh, and, you know, at that point you rely on Shady and say good luck and it's not, not really that great considering some of the defenses that they're going to be going up against this year. More importantly, I mean, speaking of that, where do you see kind of the, the depth chart uh, coming in right now? What are some of the key battles for you uh, coming into training camp this year? Well, you know, I think a lot of people are going to make a lot of the uh, number two battle for quarterback, but I think that's already uh, a battle that's pretty much won from the sounds of it. It looks like Mark Sanchez is probably going to, take that role and he should i mean he's the veteran he got the guaranteed money um i think i don't think he's as bad as people let on yes the butt fumble was atrocious but uh you know at least it wasn't a butt punt block you know (laughs) what's up marvin mcnutt i'm calling you out Um, from the university of iowa yeah that's true um but you know i think that he's got a good amount of experience and i think while he wasn't a great starter he can be a very very good top backup in the league and um you know with mark sanchez uh i think he's battling for the third spot i think gj kenny is a legit threat to his job now do i think that's that he's gonna lose it to gj kenny no but i mean i think that that's like a legit thing that's happening and um i know chip loves gj kenny he's a real team player um barkley has kind of gotten into it with jimmy uh i almost said Ke- uh camel but uh jimmy kemsky <laughs> Um, and apparently has not looked very good this offseason. So um, that is a real possibility. I also am really interested to see how much Marcus Smith and Jordan Matthews get into the lineup during the preseason and, and during uh, training camp. Um, well, yeah, that, actually, my, I, I want to jo- jump in on that too. That's I think that's one of the more important things that people aren't talking enough about Obviously, because you know, the wide receiver position is very sexy. We had the whole Deshaun drama that we've we've gone through this entire offseason. For me, I'm kind of really more excited to see Marcus Smith to see if he can actually step in there and uh, and contribute. And yes, there the players have been, you know, praising him as well as far as his smarts and things go. But I really do want to see this guy in pads. Uh, speaking of him specifically, Mike, how long do you think it takes for him to kind of get into the rotation? If you had to guess, you know, obviously before pads and all that stuff. Um, I, I think I think they'll see what they can get out of him in preseason. I think he's probably a little while's away. Um, I would say by probably week six, he'll probably be a part of the regular rotation. But I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're just gonna throw him to the wolves. I mean that that pass rushing position is a huge part of the defense. And for uh, you know, for what it's worth, I mean Trent Cole really improved as, as the season went on. Connor Barwin was obviously extremely solid and pretty much makes the defense go. So there's no real 
reason to rush them, unless, of course, there's an injury, which I think the Eagles would be in serious trouble if Marcus Smith had to be a three-down player right away. Yeah, absolutely. And do you think that motivates Brandon Graham at all? Does that push him? That doesn't, doesn't really matter? He's just going to keep doing what he's doing? Or what do you think? I think Brandon Graham is pretty self-motivated. I, I don't I don't think the problem's ever been his motivation. I think it's been his health. I think it's been, you know, his ability to understand concepts. I think it's been his physical limitations. I think I think he's just gotten a bad a string of bad luck. I mean, if you really look at it, he had three defensive coordinators in four years. Um, he had a bunch of different D-line coaches. Um, he had a D-line coach, Jim Washburn, who didn't seem to really like him or think he fit the, the wide nine. Um, you know, he did really well to end 2012, and then they replaced his defensive line coach and the the front. So he's just kind of – he's never been able to really settle into a role and settle into a system. And it really just – you know, this will be his second year in the system, but he's also not really built to play a 3-4 outside linebacker. But, you know – We'll see how he does. I mean, I think another year helps anybody. Yeah, just I mean, like I'm not going to say his name, and we all know who we're thinking of. Safety who will not be uh, said, but it's I do feel bad for the guy, especially the you know a lot of the crap that gets said around. And, and granted, I'm one of those guys too, but I really hope that he can at least contribute somehow this year. I really think he, he could you know at least be a situational pass rusher because that's what he's best at. Um, him and Vinny Curry, too. You know, I, who knows? This could be a pretty decent rotation, again, as long as everything stays healthy. But Mike, I apologize. Before I cut you off, you were just about to head into cornerbacks, which is a, definitely a decent, uh, well, I don't know. How do you feel about it? Because there's a lot of people that say, ah, we could use a little more depth. There's still not the playmaker ability there. Uh, you know, uh, Nolan Carroll's obviously been uh, uh, the talk of camp and how hard he works and all that other stuff. So, how do you feel about going into that? Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of uh, Nolan Carroll. I, I got to watch him at Maryland, and, uh, you know, obviously when he was in Miami for four years, I was pretty close to that as well. Um, I think he's got a battle going with Bradley Fletcher, who is solid, but probably nothing more than an average starter. Uh, I think you got Kerry Williams, who plays to his competition, as Brandon Gowden says all the time, which I completely agree with. He'll, if he's playing a crappy wide receiver, he's not probably going to give you the best performance. But if he's pay, playing Larry Fitzgerald, he'll step up his game and try to shut him out. But <clears throat> And then you have Brendan Boykin, I mean, who was the MVP of the defense probably last year. So I think those are four solid guys. Now, the fifth and sixth guy are going to be really interesting. You've got Rock Carmichael. You've got Jalen Watkins. You've got uh, Devon Morgan, who's, I think, playing safety and cornerback. Um, and you got Curtis Marsh, uh, that really leaves a lot to be desired. I mean, if you have one injury, you're basically back to, to last year. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think that's what the concern is, um, which is kind of weird because they've added another somewhat starting caliber cornerback, and you're still kind of like, well, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about depth. I feel like in, in now with the way that passing offenses have kind of taken over the league over the last 10 years – you need a solid five cornerbacks. And I think maybe some of the pressure is also on the fact that we're really not sure who the starting safeties are going to be and if there's even safety depth. Because, again, Earl Wolf showed that he could start in a pinch and that he, he's got a lot of promise and that Nate Allen showed that he could be a solid but not spectacular starter. And then you added Malcolm Jenkins, 
who is the, th- you know, you've got three starters there, which is one more than you had last year, possibly two more than you had last year. And, you know, people are still concerned about that depth. I think DB depth is a huge storyline coming up for training camp because you really have to figure out if Ed Reynolds is for real. Uh, you have to find out if Jalen Watkins deserves some playing time. Um, Jalen Watkins' development to me is a huge deal over the next two years. If he can really perform, there's really no need to re-sign uh, Fletcher, uh, Bradley Fletcher after he after his contract's up next season if they decide to cut Kerry Williams. I mean, this is a big year for both Kerry Williams and Bradley Fletcher to prove that they belong and, and deserve to see, you know, another year in Philly, whether it's being re-signed or not being cut. So that's another thing I want to watch. I just want to watch the entire DB unit. I mean, chemistry is going to be key. They've been in the year in the system for two years now. Um, you know, you've got Earl Wolf saying how close everybody is. Well, then show that on the field, show the chemistry because while Billy Davis did, you know, stop the scoring, uh, there was a lot of yards racked up and a lot of scary situations that the secondary and the overall defense put them in. The front seven I have complete confidence in. I, I love the fact that the front three uh, are settled in stone, set in stone. I like that um, because I think that that's a key cog in your, in your unit. And, you know, it looks like uh, the linebackers are set as well. Um, but like we said, we wanted to see Marcus Smith kind of see how he can figure out a way to get some playing time. Well, and that's the thing too, Mike, is you should feel – I mean, there has to be hopefully a better pass rush, rush situation than there was last year. At least that's what you're banking on because I think the – you know, the thinking behind it is is they're not – well, I, I, I shouldn't say that because I don't really know, but it, the pass rush should be improved, which should help – that uh, you know the the back end situation. I think you know anybody that uh, isn't cover or uh, that uh, Patrick Chung isn't covering in a you know if if you need to do a zero style blitz coverage uh, type of thing, you'd feel a little more confident with Malcolm Jenkins or whoever it is that it is back there. So um, please God give us some football. We're dying over here. I mean it's just there's seven days seems like an eternity, but uh, we'll all be chomping at the bit to kind of get this thing going. I want to just say to everybody out there that, hey, you know, there are some big things coming around the corner, not only on the site, but also with BGN Radio and, and a bunch of other stuff. The first ticket giveaway is coming soon, so you need to be prepared for that. It's for the home opener, um, and it's going to be at a get-together. We're just finalizing the details right now, but it's going to be pretty sweet. Uh, Philly Faithful and all those guys that look like they're going to join up with that too, so... A lot of good stuff coming around the corner, especially with the uh, the season continuing on here. Mike K., any final thoughts as we're heading into training camp, sir? Yeah, um, you know, they haven't brought down Lane Johnson's suspension yet, and I think a lot of people are concerned about the offensive line. Uh, you know, that's another thing that I think we definitely need to look out for. Um, but, you know, if I had to tell you my mood towards the entire team, I, I, I like their depth. I know it doesn't seem like it's there on the surface, but if this roster can stay healthy, I think they're going to improve from, from last year. Hopefully uh, that is uh, what we're all hoping for. So uh, more on uh, training camp, obviously, as it gets started next week. Mike K., you're going to be hearing a lot of more of his voice because we have missed him dearly. 
And, uh, you know, there's free time now. So that's 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 a good thing. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening uh, to episode 35 of BGN Radio. And we'll see you again real soon. You've been listening to BGN Radio right here on BleedingGreenNation.com. 